Hey there, fellow conductors of the Metaphysical Examination, and welcome to the crossword for the week of May 22nd, 2017. We've got a really fun show coming up for you guys. We're going to talk a lot about uh, Shakespeare. You know this guy, Bill? Bill William. William Shakespeare. Billy Billy Shakespeare. Anyway, uh, there's some Shakespearean Ghostbusters stuff happening. We're also going to talk a lot about Ghostbusters, uh, toys, video games, some merch news, but mainly Shakespeare. Toys.net presents the Ghostbusters Interdimensional Crossroad, the biggest podcast since 1909. So free. News, interviews, and commentary on everything Ghostbusters. Are you the key? Here are your hosts, Troy Benjamin and Chris Stewart. Don't look at me. I think these people are completely nuts. Woo! Hey, did you did you see Saturday Night Live this past weekend? Uh, I saw screenshots. Um, I saw everything but the actual show. Like, oh. like apparently she went live onto the street. Not live, but they pre-recorded on the street at some point. Yeah. So it. So yeah. Melissa so McCarthy that was went hosting, out. and that went out like days before because I think yeah. they pre-recorded on Thursday, yeah. Wednesday. And it's, it's New York, so yeah. Guess what? Recorded. Yeah, everybody with their camera in their pocket pulled it out and was like, "Hey, look, it's Melissa McCarthy driving down Fifth Avenue on a podium." Uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, and then uh, I saw a screen grab of Slimer. Uh, I don't even know what that was though. Was okay, it? Okay, so you didn't see that sketch. Was it from the from the short shot I saw? The, the still, it kind of looked like the. Uh, like a Russian doll thing. It is, yeah. But he's, yeah. I know, I know, he's the little guy in the one that um, uh, what's it company made? Oh, right, the the Mr. Potato Head company. Why can <laughs> I not think of their name? They're amazing. They're so cool, and I can't think of their yes. name. I am so embarrassed right now. I am but embarrassed right. too. But uh, but yeah, it it looked like it's the exact. I mean, it's it's it was obviously custom made for the SNL sketch, but they did like a Russian doll that like. Trump opened up to Putin opened up to Slimer and, and there was a whole thing with like Sean Spicer but yeah uh, <laughs> Melissa McCarthy holding up the uh, the Slimer Russian doll that that went viral pretty quickly but nice um, yeah that was, that was pretty cool oh and I also thought about you because uh, William Murray had a whole bunch of we're get, th- this is the funny thing is we're gonna sound like we're actually sponsored by William Murray and we're not like they don't <laughs> they don't give us any kickbacks we actually pay them money for their gift. I know a uh, premium for their uh, a hefty premium for their, for their fancy hats but it, it was funny because you and I recorded last week and we said oh yeah that hat went up and then it was sold out and then all of a sudden I don't know on like went Monday or Tuesday of, of this past week uh, they put up a whole bunch of like their Carl Spackler hats and uh, shorts and pants like all sorts of right. stuff for, for spring and for summer and and then I even felt more foolish because I'm like, oh, it's all readily available. They have new, they have dad hats. They have these like nice, uh, okay, hats, hats that they call the the William Murray dad hat, which uh, they're actually pretty cool. They're, I mean, for a dad hat, let's be honest here, <laughs> dad hats are not that cool. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so those were up, and and I thought that was that was really good, Tommy. I, you and I have this knack, Chris. Like every time we talk about something. I feel like the rest of the world catches up to us. It's it's like, uh, yeah. come on, guys, try to keep up with us here. Seriously, come on. <laughs> Jeez. 
Like there was the William Murray thing. There, I'm trying to think of another example, but there was a, another thing where we're like, oh, we talked on that. Oh, the the Extreme Ghostbusters last week. We we talked about Extreme Ghostbusters and diversity, and here's this Vice article. I'm like, oh yeah, Vice, you guys are so timely. We heard that on the crossroad last week. Come on. <laughs> Maybe people just listen to us and then lift uh, story ideas off of it. <laughs> if if only if only that were the case, but. Uh, but yeah, it's uh, it's a lot of fun. We uh, and and the funny thing is, so uh, we've gotten to the point now. You know, last year about this time, we were talking about the movie that was coming out in in uh, June, July, and we had all of that anticipation. We were trying to speculate about the movie and things like that. And and this year, obviously, there's no movie coming out, so we don't have that speculation happening. But there's still a good conversation, and it just seems to all like constantly be timely. Like everything that we start talking about next week. There will inevitably, inevitably be something that is a news item uh, talking about that exact same thing. So, uh, hey, w- at least we're, we've are we got our finger to the pulse. We're figuring some <laughs> stuff right. out here. All the more reason to tune into us. Yeah, we're uh, – even though there is not a whole lot going on, even though there is, let's be honest, there's a lot of Ghostbuster stuff that's that's happening. All uh, the time. We're, we're, we're still pretty tapped into it, but uh, – but yeah, um, so speaking of which, we have some news coming up here. Um, it's also going to sort of deviate into some future talk about things that are coming in the future. Um, it may also spark to some uh, some speculation. Uh, we may also get Shakespearean on you guys. I'm not. I'm not going to lie. I've been practicing into a mirror. <laughs> Uh, my, uh, you're not allowed to say Macbeth on a podcast. I didn't know this until about five minutes before we went to air. And, uh, I was like, I'm going to go out and start quoting Macbeth. And I didn't know that that was a thing. I didn't know you couldn't talk Is about it Macbeth, Macbeth or Marin. <laughs> Mark, Mark Marin. You're, you're not allowed to talk about Mark Marin on a podcast. Otherwise you're cursed. The Chicago podcast. Your production is cursed. Uh, but I did see Gilbert Gottfried on uh, at midnight, and he was pretty solid. That guy, I swear to you, Gilbert Gottfried, he's he's my hero. Yeah, um, he's, um, he's 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 a solid comedian who uh, is a little uh, lax in his life, and uh, fortunately, he found the perfect woman, and she's taking care of all that now. So yeah, yeah, she's taking solid care kid. of him, and she's also working in his, as his crew client booker uh his podcast has amazing guests let's just say that yes um, oh my god so uh mrs godfried if you want to help us book some guests here we've been looking for the following in no particular order uh william atherton uh but no just kidding uh but let's <laughs> let's hop into this because they're the first news item out of here i'm actually really nervous about so i think what we'll do is we'll we'll jump into that and then everything will be downhill okay. from there all right all right here we go, news. Hey guys, Peter, I have some news from the world of Gozer. I got some pretty cool stuff cooking up over here if you want to turn your head. Multiplanar curly and emanation. Now, yeah, well, here's your next month's cover of GQ. Check out the aura on this sucker. All right, Chris, uh, dost thou protesteth to thine Shakespearean own self be true theater something? Be true. <laughs> Twas the best of times. No shit. That's that's Charles Dickens. Um. <coughs> anyway, hey, uh, anyway. Ghostbusters Shakespeare. This is yeah. uh, now. So this is this is something that I 
I'm a latecomer into because there was the Star Wars Empire Strikes Back Return of the Jedi Shakespeare uh, yeah. adaptations, translations. I'm not quite sure what to call uh, them. Adaptations. Adaptations, yeah. yeah. Uh, but this is this is something that kind of came out of the blue. We had no idea that, that this was coming. Uh, but, uh, boy, it was like Monday of last week. It was very kind yeah. of, again, it was out of the blue, but Jordan Monzel has written ministers of grace, the unauthorized. Oh, I no, I don't think it was last Monday. Otherwise we would have talked about it. I, I think thought it dropped. we would talked about it too, but it, it just sort of happened right in the middle of something. I think it something. was Wednesday or no, cause we still probably would have talked about it. I ordered it on prime the minute I found out about it. And if I wasn't so lazy, but are you? Oh, don't even uh, get me started. No. If well, I wasn't so lazy, I'd go check my uh, when I posted it. Because the minute I found out about it, I posted it and then went to Amazon and ordered it <laughs> on Prime. And it showed up. Uh, well, I didn't check my mail for two days. So it either yeah. showed up uh, Monday, Tuesday, or today. But uh, it wasn't before we recorded. Otherwise, I know we would have been We would have talked about it. About it. And, and I feel like yeah. it, it was no... Because the the episode went up a little early as it did uh, two weeks ago as well. Um, yeah. some, some stuff happened that I can't figure out our auto, uh, auto posting to save my life. I don't know why it's not posting on Monday morning. But uh, so, yeah, so you texted me and you said, hey, <laughs> we, we have to get our Shakespearean. Uh, we, we have to get our Royal Shakespeare company together and, and start practicing things for this. But so anyway, so Ministers of Grace, the unauthorized Shakespearean parody of Ghostbusters was released. This was written uh-huh. by Jordan Monzel. Obviously, it says it's unauthorized in the title. So uh, it is something maybe that's why it was sort of under the radar. They didn't want people to know that it was coming. But it does have a Dan Aykroyd intro. If that tells you anything there, it, does. It, it is, it is quite, it's unauthorized, but it is quite blessed by a certain somebody. Um, but I, I this is something I, I, I'm going to make an admission to you folks here on the air and to you, Chris, as well. I have not read the Star Wars Shakespeare adaptations. This is something well, that's new to me. I just I thought it was sort of like a oh that's really cute. They did a Shakespeare parody, but now I'm really into it. I don't. Is this something new? Is this something that they haven't done for much uh, besides Star Wars? I think they've done it. No, I've seen it for a few other things. I know they did it for all the Star Wars. Uh, I bet if I plugged it in, I could find more that they did it for. It it, it is kind of a thing, but mostly led by uh, one gentleman uh, whose name I can't remember because it came up because somebody was complaining that they hadn't heard of uh, of Jordan Monsell. They uh, oh. Interesting. And they were they were uh, they were annoyed that it wasn't being done by uh, and this is his first book actually he's a but to his credit he's he is a uh, I believe uh, studied and teaches theater <laughs> acting acting um, well it looks like the Star Wars books were done by Ian Dosher yeah I was looking at he does yeah. even reference them in here he's it's he's fully aware that he. Uh, talked about it because there's an afterword where he talks about it. Uh, yeah, there we go. Uh, Two Gentlemen of Lebowski by Adam uh, Bertacci. Uh, well, that's, that's, I mean, Lebowski really lends itself to Shakespeare. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, William Shakespeare's Star Wars by Ian uh, Dosher. Uh, and there was even adaptations of, he says, The Godfather and Breaking Bad. And when you okay. get right down to it, All right. anybody you know with a solid grip on the language can do it um i think what it was is that 
initially it was being done as um, kind of a a niche nerd market. They right. were making it, they're publishing it in hopes of selling it to the you know where the Venn diagram of Shakespeare nerd and theater nerd overlapped with nerd nerd, and uh, what? Well, maybe they did. They did assume that it was going to go this way. I don't know, but ultimately, what happened is, I mean, these things are formatted as plays so right. people started yeah. putting them on <laughs> so once <laughs> you start putting it on and the star wars fan i think the star wars one was the one that really caught a lot of notice because i uh well let's put it this way when i posted about this uh on my page local friends here in vancouver who uh, run in theater circles uh one of them immediately uh shared it on naming a whole bunch of friends who had done the star wars one here in town saying you know, if we want to do another one, wink, wink, wink. So, uh, <laughs> I mean, we just barely found out about it. It's a tiny little press, uh, shadow cut press. I mean, I don't make, want to make them sound rinky-dink, but it's not like it's Simon & Schuster, which is, yeah, you know, sure. had, the, had the Star Wars license. That was the other thing. The Star Wars one, licensed. Uh, hence, this is called Ministers of Grace. Ta-da! Yeah, exactly. Um, the unauthorized Ghostbusters parody. Yeah. Yeah, so this this one went from zero to, to 60 real fast, because, like I said, I guarantee you, mine is not the only circle of friends in a city that's sitting there going, I think it's time to put on a play. Yeah, uh, yeah. So, you know, from publishing it last week to, what, inside of six months or so, we'll start seeing performances of it so oh, i would imagine so and, yeah and and we know that uh that there are going to be book signings uh, uh john yurkaba friend of the podcast uh who who found out about this and was like troy did you see this thing and and was like hey there's a signing signing right down the street yeah. from us on saturday do you want to go so like, what who shakespeare and what and the signing and the i had no idea it was all kind of out of the blue to me but uh so, yeah, yeah well, so saturday- Shout out to Dark Delicacies. They're uh, uh, a horror-themed, a uh, little bit of sci-fi, etc., but mostly horror-themed uh, bookstore in right. Burbank yeah. there. Um, when I was back in town there and crossed paths with you and John, uh, he and I went uh, to check it out. And yeah, I've been there a few times. Every single time I've been there, some signing has been ending or about to begin. They always have something they Always have there. someone there. It's amazing. There. Yeah. So, uh, all right. So, so Chris, is this presumptuous of me? But um, I, I feel like you and I should probably perform something here. I feel like we definitely, yeah. I mean, look, here, we, you and I have two voices. We have a a public forum for us to perform. Uh, it's not uh, the Globe Theater. Let's be honest. This is not. We don't have the lamp lights and we don't have the costumes. But um, but I feel like we should we should do a little performance for the people here. It's it's sure. what the, the people are are demanding of us. And I, I, I know there's a sample with the Gizmodo article and a couple of others, uh, but I have the book. I think we should sample something else and uh, oh. give them a taste from. Oh, okay, we can do this. But no, no, no preamble. Let's 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 do it and see if people know. See if see if know people where know where we're at. at. So so, yeah. do you want to take the uh, the Ray and I'll take the Peter role? Is that is that okay with you? <laughs> or do you want to go vice versa? That's totally up no, to you. I can do it either way. <laughs> All right. Well, you you be you be Doctor Vankman. No, 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 no. If you if you I, you if if you've uh, been wrapping your head around Peter, I'll do I'll do Ray. All right. All right. Well, okay. All right, I'm pretty you, sure I could do either. So you do Ray. I'll do Peter. I've I've only been understudying this stupid movie for how long? <laughs> Come on. Well, I, it's up to you. I mean, this is 
There are no egos here at the Globe Theater, as you know, for you we all share try. the roles. <laughs> you just don't want to try and pronounce Indigan. You are correct, sir. <laughs> Trust me, I spent a lot of... I still don't know if I'm saying it. Oh, hang on a second. I'm going to double check that. I'm going to double check that. There's no... Somebody already pointed out it's no, no iambic pentameter. I'm like, well, wow. Wait, well, way to bring the rain cloud. Yeah. Digging. Oh, God, this might even be so... No, there we are. Miriam's got it. Archaic, unworthy, undeserving. Yeah, okay. How do I pronounce it here? In... Indin. Oh, okay. Indin. Oh, okay. Indin. Indin. All right. I would have went Indigan, but all right. Oh, all right. <laughs> Well, it's the first line out of the gate, so you can always just sort of brush over it like nobody really knows. All right, here we go. All right. ready? Yes, please begin when you are ready, sir. And all Indian and base adversities make head against my estimation. Forget the Oxford, forget St. Andrews, for not with polearm ten meters touch us. Reputation is an idol and most false imposition, oft got without merit and lost without deserving. You have lost no reputation at all unless you repute yourself such a loser. For did not Socrates breathe life into his best work whilst a stonecutter? Knowest the wages of a stonecutter? Nay! Admired I the university, granted as room and board and hefty coin, or the walls of learning you have not roamed. Knowest not what the world is like, as I, held I positions of the public sort. Verily, expect they proof of thy labor. Hmm, however the reasons, be it fate or good fortune, ye fates open their hands, let thy blood and spirit embrace them, and to inure thyself to what thou art like to be, cast thy humble sloth. Sloth. Sloth? <laughs> that was the other one I was going to look up. Shit. <laughs> I wasn't sure if it was sloth or... Slow? slow? I feel like it's slow. Uh, end up here first. Slow slew. end up here. Slew, slew. All right. <clears throat> uh, yeah, because they have slow, yeah, slewy. Slew. So it's slew. slew. They okay. have an alternate, uh, less common spelling of S L E W or S L E, and it has S L U with Uma. So slew. Oh, we're keeping all of this. This is like this is burning. All right, <clears throat> put this. You can tack this up. <laughs> all right, we'll take it from the top. Here we go. However the reasons, be it fate or good fortune, ye fates open their hands, let thy blood and spirit embrace them, and to inure thyself to what thou art like to be, cast thy humble slew and appear fresh. Believe I we were destined to be exiled from this blasted heath. Are you taking notes? Yeah, I'm taking notes. As in, as an actor, are you accepting notes? Yes, please give me notes, yeah. The, 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 if you want to mimic uh, Bankman, however the reasons, be it fate or good fortune, yeah. ye fates open their hands, like he does the the tripling, da 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 da. Be it, uh, what does he say? Uh, I, to inure fate, thyself, be it luck, be it karma. We were destined to get thrown out of this out of dump. But you don't have to, it works either way. Eh, well, alright, we'll Let take it, it again. Alright. No, no. For what purpose, say you? To embark upon a venture of our choosing. This spiritual prison... 
This spiritual prison that Sir Spengler and I have put to paper shall require many a purse of coin. Wherefore shall we obtain such gold? <laughs> I know not. I know not. Exunt. <laughs> Exunt. <laughs> the funny part is I was like, you had in your doc, you had the, the bit from Gizmodo. The Gizmo- that's like, the only thing I had seen until this point, because yeah. I had no idea. I, like, I, I didn't the- pre-order it. Well, yeah. actually, if you go to Amazon, Amazon has a look inside. You can read a little bit more. Oh. Uh, but I had the book, and I was like, well, I'll find one that he and I can do together. And then I went through the whole thing going, well, what is there that's just the two of them? No, and I was there's like, not a lot. Maybe maybe the 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 you know the bit without Jennifer at the beginning where he's like uh, – uh, you know, did that that video? You know, those videotapes, the you know, table. You know that that whole thing. <laughs> uh, there was also maybe when they were going after Alice because Egon doesn't really say much then. But I don't know. And then as I was flipping through it, I stopped, just literally stopped, and went, "Oh yeah, th- the drinking scene." Right. Yeah. Perfect. No, good call. The private sector. Uh, this is um really. I don't want to spoil it for for people, but there's um. Uh, Slimer has some lines. Like he actually, for, for the most part, he's doing a really uh, faithful uh, transliteration. Maybe I don't know what you'd call it, but uh, like you, you heard in the lines we just read, it was almost uh, concept for concept. And then he stepped out with a couple extra lines that would make more sense to the way Shakespeare wrote stuff. Right. Yeah. And and, and then he went so far as. Uh, like uh, in the uh, the Scottish play, uh, the ghost has its its monologue. So when Slimer appears, give him a monologue. Sure, <laughs> yeah. So why not? And then, like I said, I really don't want to spoil it. But let's just say you can end a movie with uh, one character going, "I love this town." Shakespeare never ended his plays <laughs> that way, so that got a, a, a little bit of a reworking. Well, I feel like the um, the translation of a lot of the the classic quotes that we all know by heart. That's that's especially in the Gizmodo uh, excerpt. There was like the, you know, I blame myself, so do I. It's like I do uh, accuse myself, as do I. You know, there's that sort of uh, the high English. The <laughs> yeah, well, uh, here's, it just, here's it my works famous. so well. <laughs> uh, Peck, cause they the blast, my lord. Be this true? Aye, tis true. This man be gelded. <laughs> <laughs> and then it actually has Constable. Part the fray! Part the fray! <laughs> this man be gelded. What's best about uh... this is it's, I think it succeeds in a number of ways. One is when you've internalized a movie and somebody turns into Shakespeare. Right. Suddenly you... In, you it's, it's a real shortcut in the brain to enjoying how Shakespeare wrote. Like a lot of people see it as impenetrable. Like you don't, you don't kind of get what the hell they're saying. Right. Cause it is, it's English, but it's not. And it's quite, you know, verbose and you know what I mean? So I, yeah. I know kids going through school reading English, it's, it's hard to like kind of wrap your brain around it, which is why things like, uh, uh, Lerman's Romeo and Juliet worked so well for a lot of people is because you know suddenly you had a context where you're like oh I get it right uh, here where you when you have all these lines in 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 modern English internalized and then you hear it performed in Shakespeare 
you're like, wow, this is really <laughs> cool. Yeah, like uh, Mercutio is uh, John Leguizamo. Uh, yeah. You also know that uh, an exterminator is known as an extirpolator or extirp. How do they? Let's uh, uh, extirpator. Extirpator. <laughs> extirpator. Yeah. The uh, the the best part though is if you're like all of us listening to this most likely and you've seen the movie so many times and you can hear how they say the lines in modern English, you can hear it in their voice in the same intonation, but in Shakespearean. Like, so after the whole fight with uh, Peck breaks out and they break them up, Peter has the line to the self same tune in words. Like, (laughs) well, that's what I heard. (laughs) Like it's, well, and even in you and I sort of, uh, our, our full performance. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I love this. Actually, I got to talk to my friends because if they're putting this play on, I may want in. Like, yes, this, do this it. Is just too awesome. Man, I haven't like Shakespeare since the fifth grade. We did. Uh, let's see. We did Macbeth and oh, shoot. What was the other one we did in fifth grade? But it was and and and, and to the same like we had to kind of uh, draw those parallels to uh, modern things like, Oh, well this is like Luke Skywalker, but uh, if he would have killed, Oh, you know, I, okay. So yeah, uh, it's, it's, it's been a while since I've delved into the Shakespeare. That's, uh, but it's really fun. And so uh, Jordan Monsell's, uh his book is out now. We you had no idea. It. We, we would have told people if we would have known. We totally would have. Oh, my. Uh, Jordan, if you do Ghostbusters 2, for the love of God, please let us know ahead of time because this is really hilarious. <laughs> yes. What fools these mortal uh, be? Attend the sign and our prisoners shall be released. <laughs> Thou shalt perish in flame. Attend the sign. Anon the porter of the gate oh, I find. Can you what imagine? What an ass. Yes. Like it's, it's almost not changed. What an ass! <laughs> what about what about Janos in that iambic pentameter? Like that's <laughs> oh god! Just just the everything you are doing is bad. I want you to notice. I want that line just so excellently crafted by Jordan in that same Shakespearean verse. That's that's the way to do it. <laughs> Outside ministers of Grace Garrison enter guards with Lewis and shackles. Guard knocks. Enter Janine. Dost thou deliver or take from hence? I do deliver, madam. <laughs> but a moment. Guard, art thou a minister of grace? I, in sooth, found this found we this loon as mad as the vexed sea, singing aloud, crowned with rank fumiter and furrow weeds. Afeard we are to hold him in the tower, thus at your gates and humbly ask your will, to draw him on to pleasures and to gather, so much as from occasion you may glean, where aught to us unknown afflicts him thus. That opened lies within your remedy. <laughs> Art thou the porter of the gate? <laughs> Methinks it best you usher him in. Charitable thou art towards such dredges of humanity to commit this man unto thy care, Egon. Believe I not he human. Like, <laughs> God damn, this book is amazing. Welcome to the interdimensional crossrip. Found oh. us thy loon. Oh, wow. No, it's like I said, it's. I'm just reading out like little bits here and there. I'm I'm really working hard not to spoil like some of the big extras oh, he put in and all that. Because my only real complaint, if I have one, is that they put in um, some illustrations. Some were created uh, special, which is kind of cool. Some of them are just obviously pulled from uh, 
from old art and all that, yeah. which is fine. Yeah. So things like alchemists at work, eh, thematically close enough, whatever. But at the front, they have Map of London produced during the time of Shakespeare, 1564 to 1616. I'm like trying to remember. Did the Dutch have New Amsterdam at that point? Like, that map would have been slightly more appropriate. But mm-hmm. I haven't had time to go double-check when the, when the Dutch... Uh, <sighs> Columbus sailed the ocean, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, it was the 14th. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, 1492. Yeah, uh, yeah. dost thou my map? I don't know. So yeah. a map of New Amsterdam at that time would have been a little inside baseball, uh, but... I still think I would have, like I said, it's little things like that where I'm like, why not keep the conceit going? Sure. This is so awesome. Yeah. But, uh, well, let's, let's yeah. put this out there. If, uh, I don't think there is an audiobook planned. So Jordan, if you want us <laughs> to help you, we can yeah. cast some roles. We can make this happen. We'll do an we audio radio drama do of, of your minister's, uh, script uh, or, or, or book. It's perfect. As it is. You want an audio book. We'll make it happen at labor of love rates. We exactly. will then get it on Audible, and then we will ask Audible to support our podcast. <laughs> at which point, we'll sell. No, which, it all works. Like it it's all works beautiful. out. It's totally fine. Ministers of Grace, the audio <laughs> podcast, coming soon. Uh, but uh, so, all right. So let's talk about. Uh, we have some other TV items here. These are these are the antithesis of Shakespearean uh, uh, wordsmithing here. Even though I do love Stranger Things, I feel like Stranger Things is Shakespearean in the way that it is written. It is very finely crafted. But so uh, Stranger Things Season 2 wrapped, and Ghost Corps sent the cast a little parting gift. Now, Chris, I did not see what was inside that parting gift. Did you? Um, behind the picture he posted, so we, it was a, a nice, cute uh, slime green bag. Note from Ghost Corps, you know, some slime-colored... Uh, uh, tissue paper inside yeah, and and signature from dan Aykroyd and ivan yep. reitman so hey congratulations on uh, wrapping season two <laughs> frankly i don't know what kids are like these days but for me that little hand you know signed letter was the the key to the thing but if i i, I seem to recall seeing behind the bag when he took the photo was uh an action figure so i'm assuming oh. they sent uh, the kids action figures um but no, I, I have no idea what else was inside, oh. and I, I haven't reached out to Ghost. I guess we could have, but I don't know. Is that well, uh, spoiler here's, surprise? Here's my speculation, and this is All this right. is just me being a fan now, Chris. Mm-hmm. Were we not allowed to see what's in that bag? Is there something that's going to be tied to Stranger Things that's also tied to Ghostbusters that we're not allowed to know about until Stranger Things comes out? Uh, I'm listening. Uh, do you want to make that a podcast bet? I, I, I did not. I, I feel like we should because I, I would wager right. that there's a reason that there's mystery behind whatever's inside this bag. All right, I'll take it. I, I didn't, I didn't have that reaction, but I, I am uh, old and cynical. So, um, <laughs> so yeah, if you want to make a podcast bet? Let's I, let's I, do it. It's been a while. It's been a while since we've had a podcast bet. Yeah, here's the thing, and this is something else we talked about. They're in costumes and the logo and all that. That means at a minimum. Uh, there had to be some sort of checking in with Sony and Ghost Corps, and right? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, even at a at a basic courtesy level of, but I think in well, there's lawyers, so no. Let's 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 just say in order to actually have the logo and all that, because didn't the the Goldbergs had to 
get some sort of okie doke. Oh, yeah, you're right. Because the Goldbergs, it was yeah, it was he and his grandpa dressed up as as Ghostbusters. But other places that have had, um, you know, done similar spoofy stuff left a lot of those details out. Because there was another one. Um, uh, I forget where it was, but I seem to recall there was another one where they had some Ghostbusters in. They were dressed as Ghostbusters, and they didn't get to. Um, it's hard to keep track because it happens. Well, yeah, I mean, so there was often. a long time ago. There was the Alien Ant Farm uh, movies. Well, there was that too. Yeah, but there was there was the the music video where they dressed up like you know Daniel Larusso from Karate Kid, and then they dressed up as the Ghostbusters. But that was all. Are you okay? Any what? Sorry, uh, really that good. was smooth criminal. It, yeah, it's getting late. I'm sorry. And Michael Jackson was totally involved. No, he was not involved. In that one. <laughs> uh, uh, but yeah, you're right. There, there's always some bet, some Ghostbusters but... stuff. Like, well, and we're actually yeah. our next news item is something that it's Ghostbusters related that I don't believe they had any official blessing or uh, help or decreeing of like, hey, this is we we bless this as Ghost Core. Uh, that's that's the next news item that's coming up. So. Yeah, but but I feel like Ghost. I feel like Ghost Core gave that blessing to Stranger Things. Otherwise, why would they be sending this buck slip that's signed by Dan Aykroyd and Ivan yeah. Reitman? You know, that's yeah. No, I agree. Something's I, I there. Think, I think. I think my uh, point there kind of marries into your bet. So I, you know, maybe you're right. Yeah, I think there's. I think there's something there, guys. I mean, stay stay tuned. But uh, maybe I'm just reading too. Maybe it is just like one of the diamond action figures or something. But <laughs> well, let's put it this way. If you were going to make some Stranger Thing action figures and you wanted it to be a big splash, I can think of worse things. Maybe an exclusive, like maybe oh, a San Diego yeah. Comic-Con exclusive. Oh, that's true. Yeah, that's coming up. That's right around the corner. And then we haven't yeah. seen any announcements yet as to the no. uh, San Diego uh, I mean, the frankly, at a certain point, this just turns into you and I doing what we usually do, which is wishful thinking of well, stuff yeah, nobody's true. working on. But yeah. uh, hey. Wouldn't it be awesome if there was all of the stranger? Then no, it's not gonna happen. Wouldn't it be nice if they made some more action figures? Then I could go (laughs) down to the toy store and spend more money. Yeah, spend some more money and build some more shelves in my basement. No, you have a lot of shelves. You don't have more space. So, uh, on behalf of your poor basement, we'll keep moving. Hey, uh, speaking of TV, uh, the Keith and Patty uh, parody. The the thing that we talked yeah. about oh, maybe like three or four weeks ago. It's been it's been a good while now, about a month at least. Yeah, uh, it finally aired in the UK. It did and this past I, weekend. I have not watched it. Did you watch it? I haven't uh, seen no. it. I don't know where you can watch it here in the States. <laughs> It'll show up somewhere at some point. There's little clips here and there. Um, yeah, I don't know. Um, I'm kind of hoping... How do I put this? Let's just say the British TV channels tend to kind of sort of look the other way when it comes to people putting some of their stuff up on YouTube. <laughs> um, and occasionally... Uh, that's a good way to find something. Oh, okay. Now, whether whether the people who watch this show are interested in you know putting it up on YouTube, I don't know. But you know, fingers crossed. Yeah, hopefully um, somebody posts it out there so that we can. Yeah. The funny thing is that uh, the the good folks at was it ITV? It wasn't it wasn't BBC, right? Yeah, it no, was, it was ITV. So yeah. so uh, the the Keith and Patty show, uh, they were very kind enough to um, loop at least me I, and Chris, I think you as well into all of their posts, uh, as the, the airing happened over the weekend. That's right. And unfortunately, 
we could not watch it. So we were, <laughs> we were helping okay. you guys was, get the word out, but we could yeah. not see it ourselves. Well, so. I was happy that by looping us in, they, you know, I got a heads up when they posted their little trailer of tonight's episode and right, all that, that they yeah. were running on, on TV there. And I got to see a little bit cause there's a, I didn't recognize all the faces, but there was a couple in there. I did recognize, um, uh, there's a, I believe, I think he played football and then he transitioned into being he's a, he's almost more well known as a uh, uh, football announcer there. Uh, Chris, his name, I've forgotten. But anyways, he had a little cameo as uh, doing Ray Parker Jr., which was funny. <laughs> um, I, what I, what's still missing is I don't have a sense of what this show is. Yeah. It's, it's obviously a spoof parody thing, but a lot of work went into what they're doing. So it's not a toss away. Like, yeah, they, they posted photos of their dressing room where they had the costumes with the, the pistol gun belts and everything, like everything that we would come to expect, except that no ghost logo looked a little weird, which some people pointed out, but, uh, it, yeah, it, they, they put money into those jumpsuits. They put money into the advertising for it. And seem to, I'm, I'm assuming what we're looking at is a half an hour condensed version of the entire movie. Right. Yeah. Uh, but until we see it, I don't know. Um, no. So hopefully we, we get had, to see we, it soon here. <laughs> we had a few people prior to it kind of like, uh, how do I put this? They had kind of a, uh, I don't like Dane Cook reaction <laughs> to uh, to these guys in terms <laughs> of British comedy. Are you speaking good friend of the podcast, Paul Gannon, who was like, you guys don't know who <laughs> you don't is no it's better that way it's better you don't know who that is <laughs> uh though to be fair i've just spent the last two years uh sticking to my guns that uh, comedy is subjective so you know what <laughs> sorry paul i'm, I'm gonna continue yeah, to do so that's very true uh, yeah i can't imagine they wouldn't get on the let's put it this way if mrs brown is on mrs brown's boys is on stupid netflix then <laughs> Mm, it can't be worse than Mrs. Brown's boys. That's fair. Yeah, there's there's Ugh. a lot of stuff that's not that funny that's out there. So uh, so but, yeah. So but but the safe type. My mom's visiting, and I'm like, she's knitting, and I was just relaxing. I was like, do you want to watch something? She's like, sure. And I turn on Netflix, and I was like, well, what do you want to watch? She's like, Mrs. Brown's boys is on Netflix. That's so always good for a laugh. And I'm like, is it? Uh, All right, yeah. mother. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's. I had a friend who every time we'd go over to his house, we'd have like our sleepovers. We'd play Batman. It would be awesome. And then his mom would come in and turn on PBS, and Are You Being Served would be on, and it would put everybody else in the room to sleep, and I would be up, and I'd be like, Oh boy, I really want to see how this resolves itself. I, I sure hope they get out of the dressing room this evening. Uh, it's just that's just how it goes. You you never know. But uh, but uh, but let's put it this way: I, the the jury's out until I actually get to see it. Uh, frankly, my guess is, is I will enjoy the Ghostbusters one a great deal. Sure, yeah. And none of it will translate over if I watched <laughs> any of the other ones. Like I said, I'm yeah. familiar with. Um, oh, I don't know the the one who looks like uh, who was the second singer for uh, Van Halen. After uh, uh, after David Lee Roth, after David Lee Roth was um, uh, Sammy Sammy Hagar. Sammy Hagar, yeah. Whoever yeah. the the mustachioed Sammy Hagar lookalike is, there is that Patty or I can't remember, but I, he I had, was not familiar I've with seen, him until the podcast. Honestly, yeah, so, yeah. I've, I've seen him on a couple other uh, like 
interview shows or something like that. And again, I'm just sort of like, didn't hate it. It's just not my thing. So yeah, yeah. Well, so but, at any rate, uh, we'll, when we see it, we'll uh, we'll call it out to you guys, and maybe yeah. we'll uh, we'll either play some of it on the show here, or we'll we'll talk to some of the people involved. But uh, absolutely, it's I, out I, I, there, I, not for us to watch yet. That's the bummer. Hey Troy, hey Chris, it's me, your loyal friend Bernie from Hempstead, Maryland. I'm so excited that. Yay! 100 episodes in the can! Woo! Time to party! <laughs> and, uh, yeah, uh, next week, uh, my first, my 33rd birthday on Wednesday, 24th, and, uh, I thought it'd be nice if, if you guys would give me a birthday shout out <laughs> on the podcast, because I listen to it like every week or so, and, uh, yeah, that'd be nice. This is your it isn't very long Hey, there's lots of merch news. You want to talk merch news? Things things that we actually have some basis in. Things that we've seen. Sure. Yeah. Uh, Playmobil, all of those toys have shipped. Uh, people are finding them in their local stores. Uh-huh. Uh, Ghostbusters News, they've got that really great um, display that they picked up from, from their local toy store that said, yep. uh, hey, do you want this? And obviously... If you're Jason, you say, yes, I want yes. that. You never turn that down. Uh, but so, yeah, so Playmobil, those those toys are out there. I, I sadly do not have mine yet. I don't know about you, Chris. Do you have any of those yet? No, I don't. Uh, although a friend sent me a photo today. Uh, he was walking down Main Street. It's my, own neighbor, my old neighborhood, and I've moved now. So. Yeah. Hooray for me. But uh, actually, this might be an excuse. There is another fairly sizable toy store that's not Toys R Us, which usually means they stock Playmobil, whereas Toys R Us doesn't. Right. Yeah. Uh, I'll go check them out. Anyway, small sidetrack. The point was the, the Granville Island toys on Main Street here in Vancouver. Oh, yeah, They're Island. big distributors of Playmobil and the Main Street location. Their window display was what? Nothing but Ghostbusters. Oh, you're kidding. Oh, that's yeah. funny. They had all the boxes out and had all the toys cracked out and on display. And yeah, he sent a picture going, man. "These are amazing." And, oh, uh, man. Keith, Keith works in the uh, the industry, so uh, you know he he makes stuff that looks magical on screen. So if something makes him go, "These look amazing," you know, you know they're amazing. Yeah, so he's I, actually being honest about it. Yeah. Yeah, I'm gonna um, have to head out tomorrow or something. Boy, I don't know what it says about me, but the only thing I remember about the Granville Island Toy Store is that it's right across from the brewery, which I have had many a wonderful beer at. That's right. Well, that's the original one that's on, of all things. Surprise, Granville Island. Yeah. Uh, And they expanded out to maybe two more. Anyways, this one's a little uh, satellite satellite one up and out in... uh, What did I get? I went there for a couple other Ghostbusters things that were harder to find. The I think it was some of the Lego, or, yeah, and um, yeah, a variety of different. Things. I can't remember now, but uh, yeah, yeah, one of those but very cool store. toy stores, like a niche toy store. Yeah. But uh, yeah, so so at any rate, so Playmobil is out there. If you guys have picked yours up, uh, we want to hear from you guys. Call into that uh, voicemail line and let us know your thoughts because I have heard bold claims, and I want to hear you guys back this up that the Ecto One that has been released from Playmobil is the best. Ecto-1 that has been released as a toy so far, and that's 
Boy, that's that's a bold claim because that Hot Wheels Elite toy was pretty cool and and uh, pretty yeah. accurate. But I mean, again, you couldn't put figures in there, so maybe that's the whole. The whole yeah, I think it here. depends on the scale people are applying because yeah, yeah. some of the the diecast ones that have come out very detailed. I think what makes this is that this is the first one that yes is more of a an accessible price point toy one that you can put figures in and still looks very accurate. Like all the right, other toy yeah. ones have been stylized and all this whereas i th- think in this case they really stuck to the original oh yeah and uh, gm body there and and, um, and you can pull the roof off and and the toys can go inside i mean it's yep. it, they didn't sacrifice functionality for the for the accuracy which is I pretty can't, cool yeah. i can't imagine the roof rack is as accurate as some of the hot wheels ones just not not the little tiny ones obviously but like well, the yeah, elite and yeah. the uh whoever uh, i forget the company that no joyride did joyride the, um, yeah the big uh, 118th or whatever Really, 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 really accurate in the, those details. But, uh, yeah, none of them had the perfectly accurate yeah. siren and lights. So, like I said, I, depending <laughs> on what people's checklist is, yeah, I can see this one being up there. Look, as, as somebody who has been studying the Ectomobile very, very closely, inch by inch, those Hot Wheels elites are pretty darn close. Uh, with pretty the darn close. The, yeah, the Sonobuoy is a little off. and But, anyway, well, we won't get into that. But, so, yeah, but so... Uh, uh, but I think the, the trick at the end of all this is that if you had a checklist and you went through all of them and you're like, yes, no, yes, no, yes, no. The last one would be, is it affordable? Yes. And all the elites and all that, and even the Joyride one, right out the window. They were not They were not affordable, no. A decent yeah. price point. The Joyride wasn't horrible, comparatively. I mean, it was pretty pricey, but compared well, it's to like the elite actually the same price one, as the Playmobil, isn't it? Because the Playmobil is like forty nine ninety five. And yeah. that's that's what the Joyride was, if I'm not no, mistaken. No, the Joyride so. was like sixty or something. Sixty, oh, okay. mind you, that might have just been Canadian, uh, yeah. uh, dollar tra- uh, hmm. translation there. But uh, but yeah, but then you look at that Playmobil one; looks rock solid. You can actually put the you know Ghostbusters in it, yeah. and it has the siren, and it's like you say, forty bucks. Done and in scale with the firehouse that comes out for eighty dollars. So for another eighty bucks, you've got the the firehouse, and yeah, so. Playmobil is great. It's uh, it's one of those that um, I actually I, I sat with my wife Kelly and I was like, look, do we want to invest in these for our future children? Because I know they're going to play with all of the the Ghostbuster stuff. And she's like, what if our kids aren't into Ghostbusters? And then it became a whole other conversation. But uh, yeah, the Playmobil stuff is out. You guys need to pick it up. Uh, I have heard that Amazon has very quickly sold out. So if you uh-huh. pre-ordered on Amazon there's a good chance that your pre-order has either been delayed or rescheduled. Uh, but so you can still get it through Amazon. You can get it through your local toy stores. Uh, a lot of the sort of like, like the Granville Island station uh, or, or toy store, they have them. Uh, your local smaller yeah. toy shops will have them as well. I, um, I had not thought about it until you know now, but Playmobil has accomplished the one thing that no other license holder has done, which is uh, since uh, Kenner, basically, which is give people the car, the Ghostbusters, and a fire hall to put them in, and off they go. Well, uh, at um, launch, yeah. I mean, from the initial yeah. wave, from the one, initial launch, yeah, at a decent price point for like you know, a not unfeasible price point for buying for kids. You know what I mean? Uh, my only hope now is that they don't don't drop the ball. Given that they're Playmobil and they are making for a large international market that isn't just you know collectors, 
they will keep making more as long as the interest is there. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I'd rather I'd rather they 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 kind of run the numbers right up to the line rather than hit that safe spreadsheet point and then punch out and then there's a lot of people going, I really wanted to buy one, but uh, hey, where can't find them anymore. Yeah, yeah. Don't drop the ball, Playmobil. Which is really interesting because our next news item we're talking about is Diamond Select Toys, who had a, a Q&A about their next step. Like, again, speaking of people who could have said, like, well, we've done the first movie, we're punching out, see you guys later. Um, they have committed to doing a second wave of, oh, yeah. of Ghostbusters 2 figures. And so, you know, they do their, uh, their Q&As. Diamond Select and NECA and a bunch of those companies are really good about doing a, a usual like a monthly Q&A where they answer everybody's questions out there. And there were a few Ghostbusters related questions this, this uh, mm-hmm. go around. So uh, things, things of interest. Uh, Michael G asked NECA, <laughs> NECA, Diamond Select. <laughs> this, this is where my head is. Uh, <laughs> saying, uh, I applaud your Ghostbusters line. I look forward to completing the first line and reveals for the second. I am assuming the second will be made up of characters from Ghostbusters 2. Can you give any insight to the characters from the first film that didn't make it to the final selection and perhaps any concepts or personal choices you would have liked to have seen? And so uh, DST Chuck responds to that saying, we are still waiting for Sony to okay the final line plan for Ghostbusters 2, but with five series to play with, we will do as many as our license allows. Interesting. Hopefully we will get to uh, everyone you want to see. Look for the reveal of the full Series 6 soon. So yeah, we know that the uh, the licensing show is happening in Las Vegas now. Uh, Toy Fair uh, over and done with in February. But uh, yeah, those, those Ghostbusters 2 figures, besides Vigo and Janosch, we don't know who's coming down the bend. I think it's safe to assume that at least the four Ghostbusters in uh, GB2 variant uh, uniforms... Uh, maybe Winston and Ray wearing uh, slime blowers. I think that's pretty safe to assume, but you know, you never know. My, my guess is that since they went two Rays and two Peters and one Egon and one Winston uh, in this initial Ghostbusters 1 uh, run there, switching to Ghostbusters 2, probably flip it the other way. Yeah. I think we'll get two yeah. Winstons and two Rays and one Peter and one Egon. I would... But, yeah, you never know. And and I would wonder now, they've learned a little bit from that first wave, uh, because every time I go to my Toys R Us, there is a Janine and a Walter Peck, and there's probably three to four of them just hanging on the pegs. Like, the peg warmers are Janine and Walter Peck, and it's very sad to say, but I wonder if they're also taking that into consideration for their next... Uh, you know, for for when they're planning out their Ghostbusters 2 figures, like how many people want a Janos figure? Maybe that's one of the ones that we do as a select figure that's only sold through Entertainment Earth or the the Diamond Direct or, you know, maybe we don't put that one on Toys R Us shelves, but maybe we put the Ghostbusters 2 versions of uh, Egon and Winston and Peter and, and yeah. Ray, you know, maybe we put the four guys out at, at Toys R Us. Cause that, that's what you never really see is the actual Ghostbusters themselves. I don't, I mean, it's, it's interesting. I don't, if you're diamond select, because again, the other thing that they commit themselves to is they're doing these dioramas. So, uh, wave one, you had to make sure that you had all of the components for the, uh, temple of Zul. This one, now you have to have all of the components for the firehouse. So, Again, you want to make sure that you sell those in a in a good 
distribution plan where like if you're buying Slimer from Ghostbusters 2 what's the incentive or where are you buying it from? Are you buying it from Toys R Us or are you buying it through a, an, an online distributor? It's, it's, it's an interesting, it's a conundrum. I mean, I think it's also what uh, Maddie collector went through when they finally got through. We did like courtroom Ray, uh, Ghostbusters Two Ray, uh, ready to believe you Ray. And they're like, well, how many more versions of Ray can we have these people buy? You know, yeah. uh, they, they start to get down that path where they figure out, well, the variants are not quite as lucrative as we thought they would be. So, um, yeah, it'll, it'll be interesting to see where that goes. Now, they also had a couple of other... They talked about the uh, the Minimates, which I know a lot of people out there are collecting the Minimates. Uh, they asked if there was any news regarding the Minimates Ecto-1. This is Alan M. who asked them this question. He said, it would be an amazing piece to add to the GB Minimate collection, and I have been dreaming one, dreaming for one a long time. Um, and then uh, second question regarding the Ghostbusters Vinnie mates, is there a possibility we get Ray with the Ecto goggles? And then number three, he says, I am beyond excited for Ghostbusters two figures. Are we going to get the slime blower Ray and Winston in the first few waves or toward the later ones? So DST Chuck once again responds, uh, number one, in regards to the Minimates Ecto-1, he says, we are still working on it and we hope to have something soon. So for you Minimates fans, that Ecto-1 is still in the works. We will have news on that soon. Mm-hmm. Uh, number two, which was the question about the Minimates and the Ecto goggles for Ray, they said, uh, I don't think it's been discussed, but I suppose if the line sells, why not? Obviously, yeah, they're not going to say, look, we're making lots of money, but no, no, just kidding. We're not going to do that. <laughs> um, but so uh, in response to the Ghostbusters 2 figures, this kind of harkens back to the first question. Uh, Chuck says, sorry, I don't think we are ready to give out that kind of detail, but being honest, the order of the line plan is not 100% set. Neither is Series 6, which should be revealed soon. So... Uh, you know, this was this was in response to uh, Slime Blower Ray and Winston, which we just talked about. I'm betting that those are shoe wins, and they're kind of hedging their bets here. They're they're kind of saying like, I don't think we want to get into that kind of detail yet. Is that them being coy? Is that them saying, don't safely assume that you're going to have Ray and Winston with Slime Blowers, or is that them sort of just giving us that? Yeah, you're going to have Ray and Winston as Slime Blowers. That's I don't know. I don't know. Uh, the thing that's happened more and more in recent years is that if you say anything that gets interpreted uh, by, you know, fans as this is what's happening. And then it turns out to be something else. They, they go mental. So <laughs> that's true. I can't, um, I, th- yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know how to answer that on, on podcasts where people try to analyze every sentence and, uh, I don't know what they're talking about. I have no idea why people would be trying to look <laughs> into that. But anyway, so yeah, so uh, not 100% sure. But uh, so so much like we said, it's probably a shoe in that you get those two figures. They're saying, no, it's not 100% certain. So that's that's them kind of saying, look, Troy and Chris don't know what they're talking about here. Don't listen to them. Yeah, don't listen to them at yeah. all. Uh, so the last question I thought was of interest, and this was Rob S. who says... I've noticed a severe lack of collector caliber merchandise for Ghostbusters answer the call, 
Most merchandise for it so far has been somewhat vague, leaving it open to interpretation of being affiliated with either the new movie or the original films, like No Ghost Logo, Slimers, that kind of thing. I am a huge fan of all three movies, but have been mostly satiated with figure offerings based on the original movie. I am really hoping that it will be possible for you to pursue 7-inch action figure licensing for the 2016 film. Now that the initial movie tie-in figures from Mattel are finished, this suggestion seems comparable to how you do or how you and Diamond obtained the rights to make the 84 figures after Maddie Collector ended their 6-inch scale line. The Mattel figures are fine, but obviously they are made more inexpensively for kids looking just to play with them, but I would love figures of Patty, Jillian, Abby, Aaron, and maybe Kevin, perhaps even some ghosts like Gertrude Aldridge or the concert gargoyle mayhem, if there was enough to support. Now, I get this. There's a lot of people out there that are saying, yeah, there's not a lot of great quality merchandise for the new movie out there. I thought DST Chuck's uh, response here was, was interesting. He says, Rob, we were not able to secure the rights to the action figures at the time the movie was being developed. As you say, it went to Mattel. We had hoped to get more products done for the movie beyond our Minimates assortment, which was pretty fun, but we were not able to get the reference that we needed at the time that we needed it. At this time, I am not sure what the future will hold for us with that movie. So... Uh, this is, I mean, I, I think we could sit here and unpack everything that he talks about. Like, will they do toys from the 2016 movie or will they, or will they, or won't they? Um, what I'm more curious about Chris here is them saying that they were not able to get reference in time for the new movie as they needed yeah. it. That's, that was something that was, I, I don't know that the, the, the mental underline happened as I was reading that, like, wait a minute, what they, because I know the, some of the stuff in yeah. the new movie changed really quickly. It means the intention was there. So yeah, they, they had all intents and purposes to do materials or merchandise or something for the new movie. And then something happened where they were not able to get that, that reference material in time. Uh, th- that's new to me. That was a really interesting development. And that again, yeah. here's us unpacking sentence by sentence. Like we were kind of joking about earlier. Here's a podcast that takes what they write and, and talks about it for a half hour. But, uh, I, that's, that's interesting. Knowing that the, the uniforms, the packs, the traps, the Ecto one, things like that. We have seen other variations that are not really, I don't know, merchandised or, or, uh, illustrated. Like there were variations on the Ecto one that we never saw on screen that we never saw in toys. Yeah. Um, so I, I wonder, if things were shifting and, and were happening so quickly that the licensors weren't able to keep up with it. Am I, am I, am I reading way too much into this, but that, that was just like a really interesting sort of like ears pricking moment for me. Well, you say that, but at the same time, we know, for example, that, um, uh, Funko pops obviously were tapped into stuff that changed later on. Cause remember, uh, name weirdness and, Oh, that's true. Uh, yeah, the the Eldridge ghost, not exactly like we saw in the Eldridge the movie. Aldridge. Yeah, Eldridge that kind Aldridge. Of like weird. Uh, yeah. and uh, the Rowan ghost, um, not. Oh, and the um, 
Mattel's Rowan with the tail and all that. It's like, oh, what? Oh, yeah, that's a good point. With the tail and the kind of uh, that snarly huh? face. Yeah. So, I mean, that fits with them saying, you know, we didn't have final, but didn't stop Mattel per se. But then again, Mattel might have been, uh, this train's going whether you like it or not. Yeah. Um, who knows? Yeah. I don't. I mean, it's just uh, again, we were not able to get the reference we needed at the time we needed it. So th- I, that leads me to believe that Diamond did have. They had the license. They had the ability to create products for the new movie, and then some way, somehow, something happened, and they were not able to to follow through with that. So that's. Yeah. Boy, that's that's but, interesting. I mean, I suspect the uh, only reason they let that loose now is probably just to see it doesn't hurt and it'll give you some idea if the interest is there. Sure, sure. Because if, if, if you drop hints that, yeah, we were thinking about it and everybody goes, wah, then fine. Uh, well, you know, go make a few. Yeah, and and I mean, the, the Holtzman action figure obviously outsells all of the other action figures. Uh, you go to a Toys R Us, uh, what's on the shelves, you have every figure except for Holtzman uh, go to Amazon. Every figure is $12 except for Holtzman, which is $30. You know, there's that, <laughs> uh, th- there is the demand. So I almost wonder if, if there is a possibility, uh, a possibility eventually that maybe they tap into like, Hey, we'll do a Holtzman figure or, or something like that. But uh, well, very, very interesting. You make a four pack. Uh, it doesn't matter how the other three sell. It's got a Holtzman in it. It'll sell. So, you know, maybe do it that way. You yeah, do a, a con, a con exclusive. Yeah. yeah. It doesn't even have to be a con exclusive, like a, a, a previews exclusive. You can only buy it through yeah. your local comic shop, through previews magazine, right? Like, which has been done with a number of, uh, say, uh, what do they do with the mini mates? Uh, right. The, yeah. The original two movies, um, there's a, a whole bunch of those sets were were exclusive to just uh, Diamond Distributors, meaning uh, they weren't secret and they weren't uh, hard to get. You just had to go to your local comic shop. and So, you know, that, that yeah. could be a good way to do it. Could be one way to do it. So, I mean, at, at any rate... Do I, I... it. Do it. <laughs> we're egging them on, yes. But, but before that happens, I am anxiously awaiting the Ghostbusters 2 figures. I... I have always wanted a Janosch figure, uh, even even to the point where we had the Rowan figure that kind of looked like Janosch in the Minimates, or not the Minimates, the uh, Ecto Minis. I picked that one up because he, he does, he kind of looks like Janosch. I've always wanted a Janosch figure. So, uh, so yeah, so the Ghostbusters 2 figure is going to be awesome, but if they do get into the Answer the Call figures, that would be even great, uh, greater. Yeah. Um, so, uh, keep, keep a watch on the diamond select stuff. I know that they're going to have some announcements down the pipe here and we'll, we'll keep you guys informed as those happen. Uh, let's see what else do we have. Oh, uh, real quick here, Chris, uh, before May 22nd. So actually, as you're listening to this, it may be too late, depending on Mm. if you listen to this on Monday, when the episode comes out, it's happy Victoria day, by the way. (laughs) Oh, wait, is that Monday? Yeah, it's a long weekend for us. I don't know about oh, you guys. Oh, hey, we don't we don't get our long weekend for another two weeks. But <laughs> yeah, because you ditched the queen. Memorial Anyways. Day, Victorian Day. <laughs> well, anyway, but uh, so at any rate, so yeah, if you are an Xbox owner and you have an Xbox One, you want to play some Ghostbusters the video game on backward compatibility. Now is the time to do it because it is three dollars yeah. and ninety cents. It's like four bucks. It's like three ninety six, right? 
It's dirt cheap. It's it's like a, a gallon of gas. It's ridiculous. So Ghostbusters <laughs> the video game, uh, four bucks on Xbox Live Marketplace. Uh, Sanctum of Slime is only a dollar plus. It's like a dollar fifty. Uh, just pay for Ghostbusters the video game. Don't worry about Sanctum of Slime. Uh, <laughs> but so yeah, if if you if you have an Xbox One and you do not have Ghostbusters the video game, now is your time to jump onto that. This is also a really great excuse for us to figure out another night for all of us to play. Um, guys, I, I'm I'm finished with both of my books, and I have some <laughs> free time on my hands. So if anybody wants to play some Ghostbusters the video game multiplayer uh, with me, uh, hit us up at the CrossRip on Twitter, and let's set up a night uh, to do this. Because I know Ghostbusters News, they do their Night of Slime Let's get that going again because this game is it's unbelievably fun and now that we have the access to it again let's do it again. So uh before May 22nd go pick that up. Uh IDW we have a little bit of news there uh as we sort of rush to the end here. Uh Ghostbusters 101 number 1 the second printing is on shelves. Now it hit uh-huh. uh last Wednesday as we record this. Uh, so if you missed out on issue one, you don't have that in print. You can go pick that up at your local comic shop on the second printing. Uh, this Wednesday, issue number three hits. So when you go to pick up issue number one, make sure you pick up all three on Wednesday. Uh, yep. That way you can catch up with us and we will talk about it on the the cross rip next week. Uh, and I think what we'll do is we'll do a cyclotron it it all it ends up being a little easier to do multiple issues of cyclotron so i think we'll do an, a cyclotron for two three and four would be my guess chris uh so yeah. we'll, we'll have that coming down the pipe but, remember uh, i talked about saying things that people will then hold you to later and be mad if you don't do it careful we're gonna do it we're gonna do it, we're gonna yeah. do it. okay uh, because it, it's, it's a little, it's difficult to do it per issue, but I think once we have like a, a two or a three issue, uh, round up, we can do that, then we can do it that way. So, uh, so yeah, so go pick up that issue, make sure that you're up to date before you listen to us and we'll do, we'll do a little, uh, we'll do a, a little analysis and we'll call it some of the Easter eggs, uh, that we can find because there's still a lot that we have not talked about in issue one still. We'll have to come back to that. Yeah, I know. Hmm. It's uh, Dan, Dapper Dan Shoning, you, Dapper sir, Dan. tireless. I don't know how you do it. And then you still respond to emails from me all the time. I don't, when do you sleep, man? I worry about you. I really worry. And obviously uh, answering multiple emails from uh, uh, Mr. Michael Tanaka. <laughs> <laughs> yes. What's answering, this? What's that? What's answering that do? emails from from Michael Tanaka and uh, actually Eric Burnham was here in Los Angeles and I was uh, fortunate enough to he had some free time on his hands and he said hey I'm in LA does anybody have time for lunch and and John Yurkaba and I who who work together now which is amazing uh, we both said Yay. hey we're, we're just chilling at work uh, you want to come hang out with us and so we did we got to hang out with with Eric and and it was a lot of fun so uh yeah ghostbusters 101 we know that good stuff is coming uh go pick up issue three on the 24th that's coming wednesday and uh yeah tune in we'll we'll talk about it more in the cross rip here don't wait another minute pick up your phone and call the professionals Ghostbusters. i'm sorry we'll do it again we want to hear from you leave us a voicemail on our calling line at 470-242-4742 that's 4702-GBHQIC we also have a Facebook page and Twitter accounts. Print is dead. No kidding. Just give me the address. Search Facebook for the Ghostbusters Interdimensional Crossrip. On Twitter, look for Troy at Ghostbusters HQ and Chris at Proton Charger. I just want to get back close again. What the hell are you doing? Ah!
you like what you hear, please take a moment to give us a review on iTunes. Be sure to recommend us to your friends. That makes good sense. Don't wait another minute. Pick up your phone and call the professionals. Once again, our call-in line is 4702-GBHQIC. That ought to do it. Thanks very much, Ray. Oh, I tried, Chris. We're at one hour and five minutes. I tried so hard. Like I, I think it, I think yes. it was our unrehearsed Shakespearean uh, thespian oh. debuts here that may have. Are you not going to edit that down? Place. So you shouldn't have admitted to one hundred and five because by the time you cleaned up our. Uh, oh, this episode is like fifty-eight minutes. We are running lean. I'm feeling woo! really good about us. Yeah. <laughs> If only, if only that were the case, uh, if only we were Royal Shakespearean actors, because then we could hang out with Patrick Stewart and Ian McKellen and <laughs> yeah, me and the wife, Morgan Fairchild. Uh, yeah, it's, uh, it's fun. I, I actually, I'm, I'm actually being serious, Chris. I think if, uh, if there are not any offers on the table to do an audiobook, uh, Jordan Monzel, reach out to us. I think you and I should put on a little radio drama here if, if he's okay with it. You're a technical guy. I've directed uh, voice actors before. We, we can, can do, this. do this. We can do a we little. Can do we can do this. some sound design, a little bit of music. Yeah, I'm I'm into this. We should do an entire production. How does that How does that work? If you license the Shakespearean license of Ghostbusters. Yeah. third party technically yeah. I, t- I don't i don't, I don't know. know it's a parody of a parody i don't i don't know really yeah um yeah i don't know you know let's not uh, count any chickens before they hatch let's uh <laughs> maybe see if we can get to step one before uh, yeah, yeah, yeah good point good point yeah let's not uh let's not uh spoil things by uh getting ahead of ourselves there yeah before the uh before the cease and desist orders come through uh how about some final <laughs> thoughts this may be our last time on the air so we might as well uh, get those final thoughts out there <laughs> they can't shut us down we don't make any money this is correct but we actually oh you know what before you get into your final thoughts we do have a fundraiser coming uh around the corner here so stay stay tuned yeah. for that we you may have noticed we do not have sponsors anymore, and we do love our sponsors, uh, especially Mr. Ron Daniels, who's a very busy man. Uh, but uh, we're, we're going to do a little fundraiser. It's going to be like PBS around here. We're going to ask you guys to help us keep the lights on. But stay tuned on that. More on that later. But first, Chris Stewart's final thoughts. Oh, I don't know. What do you want to hear? Uh, <laughs> Free bird. I, uh, oh. Free bird. Uh, I don't know. I've been like you kind of digging myself out from underneath a couple of uh, ongoing things the biggest one being you know getting settled into the new place sure secret studio done that's pretty much done now and I moved into the next critical thing I needed which was uh, a workbench in the garage at which point I realized I now have a safe space to uh, set up my uh, wood burning tools and all that and I have had not one but two wooden uh, unadorned dice towers that I've been meaning to Whoa. customize for a while. And with all the recent, uh, uh, you know, uh, 
listening to the resurrection guys and yeah. talking about playing ourselves i'm 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 basically in the process now i don't have a final thought to share with people i just have stuff that's going on in my life to share and that's kind of what i'm at right now which is i'm in the process of taking at least one of those working on the art right now to uh to do a little wood burning i think i'm gonna i'm gonna dapper dan it up i think is the route i'm taking so i'm going through his mountains of art i'm gonna try to find some uh some good stuff to put on there well, and we know uh, Ghostbusters 2 from Cryptozoic is uh, preparing to ship as we speak, right? I, I think there's all... so many, so many things that require dice. So yeah, I want to get uh, want to get this all together. Get my dice tower ready. I got a gaming table. I need a dice sure. tower. That's how it goes, yeah. right? Yeah, you need that. You need that dice tower. That's for your for your gaming in the uh, secret studio north. You have to have those custom dice towers ready to go. I feel yeah. like it's only fair. I don't know about fair, but <laughs> definitely required. For anybody who attends your household parties, yes, they, they deserve <laughs> it. Uh, but yeah, yeah, that's uh, you know that's actually a news item that was not on the list here. Is we did get an email for the backers of the the Kickstarter for Ghostbusters Two, the board game from Cryptozoic, and we know that they are preparing to ship. Those are on the. Uh, the boat so to speak from china um so they sent out an email boy it was on the 15th of may where they were talking about uh you know everybody's going to be getting their games very soon uh they will be arriving at ports in june which means uh, if they arrive uh, stateside in june we should be expecting them probably mid-june july just just in time for summer break for a lot of people uh, so, and yeah. July is safer because once they get yeah. here, they still have to do their own uh, customs and sorting and organizing yeah, and yeah. all that sort of thing. But uh, so yeah, I'm pretty sure this time they want to send them all out almost entirely all at once. I think that's right. something that they thought would help last time, and it only kind of bit them in the butt is they started rolling them out uh, th- as soon as they possibly could. And uh, it left people who were left waiting really kind of yeah, choked about it. Yeah. So I think this time they're going to do a fair is fair. Everybody gets it out all at roughly the same time. So sure, sure, yeah. Depending on how much they've streamlined the uh, the assembling the, the 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 perks, you know, the game plus perks and gathering right. them together to ship to to backers, uh, you know, that might take a, a month or two extra. So. Yeah. I wouldn't say any earlier than July. That's but my still uh, podcast pretty, bet. Pretty soon. I mean, here we yeah. are. It's almost the end of May, so uh, pr- pretty pretty soon, right around the corner. Considering that it's been a year, year and a half since the the actual Kickstarter. So yeah. Um, so yeah. So stay tuned for that. We'll we'll keep you guys posted. And once we do, we're not as cool as Jason at Ghostbusters News. We don't have a copy <laughs> of the Ghostbusters Two game yet to uh, to talk about. But yeah, uh, or the Playmobil, or the. <laughs> You know, this is us the... being jealous. Yeah, <sighs> that's fine. What do you got to do? Jason. What do you got to do? Go, go hit up Ghostbusters news. He's got a lot of but great remember, stuff. Remember, remember, Troy, we're shills. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> that's very true. We don't. We're just chilling it out. But anyway, uh, until we shill with you guys next week uh, here on the Crossroad, as we are here every Monday or Sunday when the episode auto posts sometimes, or even Saturday morning as the episode auto posted (laughs) last weekend. We are here for you guys and we will be here every week uh, for the foreseeable future. So until next time, we'll see you guys on the other side.
Thanks for joining the Ghostbusters Interdimensional Crossrip. Visit us at ProtonCharging.com, GhostbustersHQ.net, and StillPlayingWithToys.net. This could be one of my two favorite shows. You're kidding me. Oh, great. What was the other one? Bassmasters. It's a fishing show. Everything you're doing is bad. You truly scare me. I want you to know this. Next week, though, Careless Pets. Weird. Or in Shakespeare, Godspeed and Anon. <laughs> I think. I may have just made that up. <laughs> I feel, we'll just put our after, our, our outtakes here at the end here. Like. <laughs>